Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, it's time to welcome back to Lake Night. Ramball, Michael Rand, Minneapolis Star Tribune. He joins us here on the John Schuster Coal Banker Hotline. Uh, it's been – actually, it's been a while. I look back at my text message. It's been a couple of months, man. What's going on, Ramball? Yeah, not much. How you doing? I'm doing awesome, man. I am doing well. Um, I guess I'll start really quickly with asking you, yeah. are you going to be a part of – well, I probably know the answer to this just based on some other things, but – you going to do any of the MLS stuff, All-Star? You know, I want to, but we got some COVID going around in the house right yeah. now, and I, it might be coming my way. I've I got to take another test, but we'll see. Oh, okay, well, I'm wishing you well, man. I'm wishing you Thank well. You. Appreciate it. All right, so Appreciate it. All right, the, the very first thing I want to start with, because I want to talk both twins and Vikings with you. Uh, yeah. With the Twins yesterday, we saw the major controversy mm-hmm. that everybody was talking about and should have been talking about. Yeah. It became like a headline thing on SportsCenter. When Rocco blows yeah. up and they're talking about it on SportsCenter, like it's an actual thing. What did you make of that call and what did you make of the response from Rocco, the fire that he showcased? Yeah, I mean, I, it was. I've never seen him that angry, right? I mean, he's he, you know, <clears throat> you know, reputations are earned. He's been here for a few years, and generally speaking, he's pretty measured, right? He's he's one of those guys who's not really going to rip his own players. He's going to be pretty diplomatic with stuff. You know, little things bother him. He's not it's like he's never been ejected before. But to, to to see him so hot about something and to see him go post-game and, you know, drop an F-bomb, uh, drop, a, you know, a chicken bleep. Yeah, he was he was hot. He was very angry. I think that's going to play – I think that plays pretty well with the fan base who probably thinks he's a little too detached or a little too measured sometimes. I think people like that about Guardy when he would just go, you know, go all, <laughs> go all Guardy on things and get tossed from a game. I don't know how – useful it is all the time or what that really means but I think that will endear him to the fan base to a certain degree and the call itself was like it's one of those judgment calls where I think I think the thing that Rocco is especially right about is that you very rarely see that play overturned like you know it's hard to judge a player's intent it's hard to judge 
you know, what Gary Sanchez was trying to accomplish when like, you know, the ball's in the air, like how's the, how's the, like, how do you premeditate exactly what you want to do when the ball's in the air? Like you're just trying to make a baseball play. So the fact that they called it an out on the field and that somehow, some way they deemed it reversible, um, that would have bothered me too if, if I was Rocco Bellelli because I don't think that was a reverse. I don't think that was a play that was worthy of being reversed. Yeah, you got to be sure. In a, you got to be sure in a case like that. Yeah, I'm totally with you. And by the way, um, it sounded like in the post game yesterday, Whit Merrifield stated that he intended to slide into Gary yeah. Sanchez to create that that controversial play right there. So like that that's the whole point. Like, come on, man. Like. For it to get overturned, to me, that's significant because I don't see how you overturn that. But then after the game is over and Witt says that, that's just pouring gasoline on the fire. Yeah, it is. I mean, he had a lane to try to slide around him, you know, and I don't know if he would have made it or not. He might have because the throw was good, but it was, it was a little bit high. A good slide maybe gets him in. Who knows? But, you know, it's it's yeah, it's one of those things where – if you're if you're trying to manipulate the rule like that, it's just it's just not the way you want to lose a game. And you know it's not you know it's not the end of the season. They've still got fifty some games left, so it's not like they can't come back from this. But that was a big game, right? They were, they played a good series against Toronto. They had a chance to maybe take three out of four, and they still did. It didn't end the game. They still had a chance in the bottom of the tenth. They didn't get it done. But Cleveland won. Chicago won, if I'm not mistaken. So that was a day where they lost ground in the division race. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty significant thing that happened. Talking to Michael Rand for the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Give him a follow on Twitter at Randball, digital sports senior writer for the Star Tribune and the uh, host of the Daily Delivery podcast for the Minneapolis Star Tribune. All right, now I got a question for you that I want to ask you that I don't think I've asked anybody yeah. at least in the last couple of months, but who was the most underrated, in your opinion, uh, member of the Minnesota Twins this season? Somebody that you look at, Ooh. their contributions, you want to have it noted mm-hmm. that they are that they are doing things that you appreciate are part of the reason why this team is still in first place, even though it's a very slim um, you yeah. know, they're only up a game, but but who do you like is the most underrated person in your opinion? Most underrated. That's a good question because I feel like they've they've kind of you know got some lines in the sand. They've got some clearly clear dem- demarcations of who kind of does what, who who they kind of lean on. Um, you know, they've got some guys emerge like Miranda, which has definitely been uh, a boon. I mean, I you know a guy that I probably didn't give enough credit to as the season has gone along and has certainly been better than I expected him to be is Nick Gordon. Um, he gets my vote. Guy who, That's who, exactly you know, he, who I was thinking of. He, he's a guy who, you know, didn't, you know, we showed a little bit last year, but, you know, kind of was run out of chances it seemed like, and I don't think he's great in the field. And, you know, that's, that's kind of, he can play a lot of places, but I don't think he does need them all that well, but at the plate, he's been, he's been good. Like he's, he's a kind of, he, he gives their lineup a different dimension. He's, he's got a little pop. So he's, he's been absolutely important on a team that's had a lot of injuries that needs guys that can, you know, be in the lineup. He's been good. I believe that the issue with Byron Buxton is pretty significant. And this is the reason why yeah. I say that because you you either believe one of two things, and I talked about this about a week or so ago, that mm-hmm. you believe that Rocco and Derek and Thad are just guys that have one of the best players, most talented players in Major League Baseball, and they just 
they're dumb and they don't want to play them. And I don't think that that's the case, right? They're not dumb like that. They want to play them, no. but they want to keep them healthy. Yeah. And then secondly, you either believe that Buxton's just soft. And I don't believe that Byron Buxton's soft. No. So to, to me, if we don't believe either of those things, then you have to acknowledge that Buxton's dealing with some some serious stuff with the knee. You gotta be because he was playing a lot until this, you know, this whatever happened, you know, All Star break, and they kind of planned to get it. They kind of had that plan at the All Star break, where right after the All Star game, he went and got got the procedure, got the whatever the injection was, the the platelets, right? Was that the deal? And then so, yep, they got him back for a little bit, but then he was out again um, the other day, and who knows if he's gonna play these two against the Dodgers because you've got you know an off day two games off day, kind of like they had coming out of the break, I think against Milwaukee. So we'll, we'll see. I think they're just trying to manage him and get him to the finish line. Cause you know, what do they've got like 50, 54 games left, maybe something like that. Like you need Buxton to play at least 40 of those. Don't you? I mean, that's, that's kind of the, I don't know if that's, you know, it, you'd love him to play 50, you'd love him to play 54, but you know, you're trying to manage him. You're trying to hope that you can get to, get through the season and get this figured out in a more long term way. But yeah, I think this is this is real. This is not just some kind of made up injury where you know they they Buxton softer. They don't want to play. He's their best player. They absolutely wanted to play. But if he can't, or if it requires this kind of managing of it, it you know, you'd rather have him play 40 games than play 12 and get hurt, and then he's he's out for the rest of the year. So it's frustrating. But I think it's legit. All right. I want to transition from the Twins into the Minnesota Vikings who are having their uh, training camp taking place right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm concerned. And my okay. concern right now with the Vikings is something that we've been concerned about for the last few years. And I think specific- I know what you're going to say. Oh, what, what, you want to take a guess? Offensive line, Garrett Bradbury. Absolutely. How did you yeah. know? Absolutely. Garrett Bradbury it. Well, I, I talked to Matthew Collar about this a week or so yeah. ago. He's going to end up being a bust, man. Like, and, and this is the thing. Is this. This, is yeah. the, this is the thing that Matthew Collar pointed out to me, and I, and I totally forgot about this. Number one, centers getting picked in the first round, that's too high. And secondly, Very rare, yeah. Yeah, and secondly, when they drafted him, he was 24. Like you drafted, right? you realize he was twenty four. Yeah, wow. you drafted an old center in the in the twenty three yeah. or twenty four. Like I mean, yeah. maybe it's twenty three. You drafted an old center in the first round. So my whole yeah. point is this: this guy, this far in his career, and I know he's still under the rookie deal and all that. Man, yeah. he he cannot he cannot get stronger. He cannot he cannot keep he no. cannot put on weight. It's this. He gets obliterated by defensive linemen, and that's not good for the health of one Kirk Cousins. No, it's not. And, you know, the problem is, you know, it's funny, I was just looking up some of his numbers. Like, you know, the problems are manyfold, right? We've watched him get blown off the ball by bigger, stronger defensive tackles a lot. And, hey, there's a lot of them in this division. Um, Green Bay's going to throw one of them in week one. If he's if he happens to be playing, Philadelphia's got an awfully good rookie that could test him in week two if he's the one playing. Um, hasn't been helped by his guards a whole lot. I think that's maybe a, an underrated part of this story is that, you could probably hide him a little bit more if you had a better overall interior line. I think that's been a problem in, in recent years, and maybe that'll be a little bit better this year. But, yeah, I mean, it's just it, first-round picks get a lot of tries. They get a lot of, you know, 
opportunities because it's, you know, the cost they've already invested uh, the money in the rookie contract. And there's, you know, there was something there originally. He was like, a, you know, even if it was a reach to a certain degree to take a center in the first round, everybody said, yeah, this guy is like, he's ready. He's like, he's the most like professional football ready offensive lineman out there. So it just, he just wasn't, he just hasn't proven to be physical enough in pass protection. He doesn't okay things in the run game, but in pass protection, I think this was in the Star Tribune story that I read the other day, pro football focus rankings. He's been like last or next to last in pass protection each of the last three years. You just can't have that. Like even if these guys, even if Kevin O'Connell thinks they can scheme and hide him a little bit, he's got to acknowledge that this is a problem and they might have to do something else. Yeah. And, and the other thing, we're talking to Michael Ram from the Minneapolis Star Tribune here on Lake Nine on the Good Neighbor News Talk, 830-WCCO. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Ranball. He's joining us on the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. I don't want to blame this next guy, but it is what it is, okay? He can't he yeah. can't run from it. Irv Smith Jr. can't stay on the field and stay healthy. And to me, that's another guy staring you in the face that you need to be a factor because we know that tight ends can be game changers for offenses. Just look at George Kittle. Just look at Travis Kelsey. Just look at other dynamic tight ends. If Irv Smith Jr. can't get on the football field for the Vikings, that's going to be another, dare I say, bust. Yeah, that's a problem. I mean, we would keep expecting big things from Irv Smith, and, you know, a lot of it's still based on potential. Like, we talked about this, I think, on the Access Vikings podcast, Archer, being like a couple, like a week or two ago. It's like, there's been a lot of investment or a lot of, uh, a lot of ink spilled over the potential of Irv Smith for a guy who's got like 60, 66, 68 career catches. Like, he just, when he's been out there, he's been good, but you're right. He He just hasn't been able to to stay healthy. And, you know, this last injury is probably a little bit of a fluke. And if he comes back for the start of the regular season and he's, you know, he's been able to condition while he's out and he should be able to do that. Cause it's not like you can't stay conditioned while you have a hand or a thumb injury, but yeah, they're, they're and their, their depth at pass catching tight end is, is unproven at best. So, you know, maybe the O'Connell offense wants to use more three wide, four wide. So maybe it's not as big of a deal, but it sure was a big deal last year. Like they were really wanting to feature him. And when he was out for the year, that that was a major blow to that offense. Yeah. Well, Ramball, man, I appreciate your time tonight. Get well. I hope that everybody in the household ends up being good. I know you guys will be solid, uh, but. Uh, yeah, we'll be all right. Yeah. Just get through this week and you should be good to go, my man. All right. Thanks, H. Lake. Take care. All right. Take care. That's Michael Rand, Rand Ball from the Minneapolis Star Tribune, joining us here on Late Night. Man, we got plenty of text. I love it on our last topic. Uh, some people actually agreeing with me um, and understanding the sentiment. Some people thinking that um, well, some of this stuff is just made up. What about the Russia hoax? <sighs> I'm not going back to that topic. Coming up next. There is a place, because I'm a foodie, okay? I like to get out and about and visit different spots. There's a place that everybody's been talking about the last couple of years. I never tried it. Um, But there is one thing on their menu that I guess is pivoting to a store that it's affiliated to, a restaurant it's affiliated to. But I wonder if this menu item has been had by one Craig the Hammer Shrepper. We get to it next year on Lake Night. All right, Hammer, are you a fan of fried chicken? I do like fried chicken, yes. All right, I'm a fan of fried chicken, too. There is one place that so many people have been talking about for several years. And actually, when it opened up, 
I was living in Kansas City at the time. And I've been back since, what, 2000, late 2018 still. Yeah. I've not made it over there. Not because I didn't want to go, but because, well, I just haven't made it over there. Life gets in the way. And a pandemic gets in the way. Yes. Revival, okay? Um, Revival is closing its original restaurant in South Minneapolis, okay? Um, Now, it's closing its original location, according to the Minneapolis Star Tribune, at 4257 Nicollet Avenue on August the 14th. Core menu items, uh, including the fried chicken, which is what everybody raves about, and a much-loved burger will migrate just a few blocks south to the recently opened barbecue restaurant, Revival Smoked Meats, at 4537 Nicollet. So they go from 42nd in Nicollet to 45th in Nicollet, and it just pivots from one location to the next. And according to chef and co-owner Thomas, I think it's Bomer, We've just outgrown that building, and as we start to bring barbecue to the other restaurants, bringing fried chicken to this restaurant seemed to be the next step. So I know that Chad Hartman is like the biggest Revival fan there is. I have to go because I do love fried chicken, but I don't know who has the best fried chicken in the Twin Cities. So I would just state it this way. And I'd love to get some reaction to this at 651-461-9226. In your opinion, because we're all different, right? Who's got the best fried chicken? Because I don't think that people are going to say Popeye's. I don't think that people are going to say KFC. I would hope not. I don't have an issue with Popeye's. They're fine. I actually don't have an issue with KFC. Those are national chains. They don't, they're not the best fried chicken in the... Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Twin Cities. No. I've not had Revival. I'm looking at a picture right now of Revival's Tennessee hot fried chicken. It looks outstanding. But for my money, for many, many years, the best chicken that I've had is the wing joint in Blaine. I've never been up there. The wing joint is Phenomenal. It's a unique seasoning. Um, I mean, the spices that they use for is is one of a kind. That's the key. And they have this one of a kind sweet and sour sauce option because mm-hmm. you can get bar- any place can have barbecue. Yeah. Not every place has sweet and sour. They should. With like these little small cut pineapple in it. Oh, it's phenomenal. Sounds delicious. I love the wing joint, but if I was to ask you, best chicken that you've had, because I'll tell you this, I'll tell you a spot that, and I'm not saying the chicken's not good, it, it's it's decent, but I think it's it's slightly overrated, is Runyon's. See, I'm the wrong person to ask about this guy. I don't eat a lot of fried chicken, so I don't go to a lot of chicken places. I don't eat fried chicken like 24-7. Oh, no, 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 no. It's like it's like it's very rare. I, ever, I mean, I don't ever crave fried chicken. We're like, well, I need to go have this or that. So oh, I crave I, fried see, chicken. I, I'm the wrong person to ask about that. You don't have a favorite, though? I don't. You know, you know what's so funny about this, too, is remember a couple of years ago when everybody was like, you had the, the, the chicken sandwich wars. Yes. You had... Oh, man, the Popeyes, the Popeyes. Remember Shaletta? She was like yeah. ranting and raving. I bought the Popeyes fried chicken sandwich. It was good. Yeah. Overrated. Overrated. And I told Shaletta, and Shaletta wanted to excommunicate me. I mean, she did not. As she would. I'm dead serious. She was done with me. The only reason why Shaletta didn't kick me to the curb as a colleague is because, number one, she's not my boss and she can't fire me here. That's true. And secondly... Her and Susie and Geraldine Steele love the way I smell. They love the Tom Ford. All right? So that wasn't going anywhere. I know you're listening, Shaletta. You like how I smell. Um, But I've never had Revival. I got to try it, man. Like, I could – well, you can't see this. No, I'm, I'm at the restaurant website right now. I'm looking it over, and it does look tasty and everything. And part of my issue is I'm not a big foodie, so I don't go to a lot of these restaurants. I know. How are you not a big foodie? I'm just not. What's your favorite restaurant? If, if, <sighs> if in in the Twin Cities, and, and when I say Twin Cities, you can say surrounding areas. If they say you have two restaurants where it's just you can eat whenever you want, you don't pay a dime. You get you get a absolute pass for the next five years. You can eat there every day or whenever you want. Well, one of them is closed now. That's Paso Luna. It can't be closed. Well, no, no, it's got to be open. That was, that was I loved Paso Luna, by yeah. the way, in downtown St. Yeah, Paul. I, I love Italian food. Um, obviously, Murray's comes to mind, too, because I think it's always a treat when you go there, and we'll be doing that here in about a month. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, let me see one other one here. Is, um, see, I don't go. So deep. Murray's is one. Yeah, see, I don't go to eat that much. Oh, I'm a single guy. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm a single guy. I don't dine in a restaurant by myself. I eat out all the takeout. Takeout. You don't I, do takeout. I like to cook. Oh man, I didn't know you were Bobby Flay in the kitchen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far, but I like to cook. I mean, I cook too, but I like to eat out. Got to live it up. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you my two. I'm a massive fan of Barla Grassa. Okay. Unbelievable. I, I love Barla. And I'm not even into Italian like that. Barla Grassa is just different. It's totally different. And then secondly, um, I know that it's under new ownership and they changed the name. It used to be called The Butcher and the Boar. Yeah. But now it's called The Butcher's Table. Yes. Phenomenal. Actually, I'll give you one I do like. I go okay. to St. Paul every now and then when mom's in town. The Gidios, good Italian restaurant. You been? A couple times, yeah. Oh, yeah. How about Cassettas? I've been there a couple times too, yes. I'm going to tell you where I have to go back to. Okay. Where's that? I have to go back to. Um, I, I don't even want to tell you. I just kind of want to give you a hint. Okay. Okay. Think of. Think Frank Sinatra. Mancini's. Mancini's. Never been there. You've never been to Mancini's? I've driven by it many times. I've never oh, been Oh, my gosh. Got to go to Mancini's. I know bro. I do. Got to go to Mancini's. Like, I legit, now that I'm thinking about Mancini's right now, like, I might want to go this weekend. It's, uh, Mancini's is awesome. And it's the ambiance. It's old school. Like oh, when, oh, I, when, I, It would appeal to me definitely. I just when you're that. sitting in Mancini's, you think that Frank Sinatra's walking in the door. You know what a big fan of Mancini's is? Mike Lynch. Who isn't a fan of Mancini's? I need to text Johnny and be like, I'm coming through this weekend. Oh, good stuff, man. The one thing I ne- I don't I don't venture over to St. Paul enough. That's my only that's my only issue. But I gotta I gotta get that taken care of. All right, coming up next, we'll take a look at the local weather with meteorologist Paul Douglas. And Oklahoma, one of their football assistant coaches, resigned. Why? We get to it next year on Lake Nine. All right, welcome back to Lake Nine. When I saw this headline or I saw a tweet last night about this story, actually what it was that I saw initially was Kale Gundy, assistant coach at the University of Oklahoma on the football side. He had this lengthy story in which he was, or statement, where he thanked all the people that are supporters of Oklahoma football He's loved his time in Oklahoma. But then he went on to tell the story about him reading um, off a tablet of a, of a player in a meeting, a coaching session, wasn't paying attention, and that he said something that he should not have said, and he is going to resign from the University of Oklahoma. Well, I'll read the headline here. Oklahoma football assistant coach Kale Gundy resigns after saying, Racially charged word. He's been at Oklahoma for 24 years. But Sunday night, he announced his resignation with a statement on Twitter. In this statement, 
Gundy offered an explanation for the circumstances that led to the decision. Uh, Gundy said that last week during a film session, he noticed a player distracted. And this is from the statement. I picked up his iPad and read aloud the words that were written on the screen. The words displayed had nothing to do with football. One particular word that I should never under any circumstance have uttered was displayed on that screen. In the moment, I did not even realize what I was reading, and as soon as I did, I was horrified. I want to be very clear. The words I read aloud from that screen were not my words. What I said was not malicious. It wasn't even intentional. Still, I am mature enough to know that the word I said was shameful and hurtful, no matter my intentions. The unfortunate reality is that someone in my position can cause harm without ever meaning to do so. In that circumstance, a man of character accepts accountability. I take responsibility for my mistake. I apologize. Which, I appreciate the apology. I really do. Now, I don't think that anybody is going to just come out in the open and say what was what that word was. I think that we can all guess what the word was. Um, there are a couple things that I think about here with this particular story. And I think it's a teachable moment for all of us. I, I, I'm not going to try to get into the mind or even think about the emotions of coach Gundy in that particular moment, because clearly he was venting. He was ups- he was upset that a that a player was distracted or not giving him giving him his full attention. But grabbing somebody's equipment, computer, iPad, whatever, to in some way, shape, or form shame them, it blew up in his face. So that was the first mistake. The second mistake was using that word. Now, do I think that he intentionally said the word? I'm going to have to give him the benefit of the doubt and say no. But if I pick up a computer, if I pick up a cell phone, if I pick up whatever, and I'm reading a story or reading something, and I come across a word that I know is offensive, I'm not going to repeat it. That's the part of this story I don't get. Let's say that the the word that was on the iPad was the N-word. If the coach saw the N-word on the iPad, isn't there a mechanism in your brain that doesn't repeat that? When I sit here and I come across stories... I'll stop short many times. Do you know how many times I've come across stuff? And and I see where it's going or I see the language and I I can't repeat it. I can't say that on the radio. I can't do it. So there's a part of me that looks at, at that particular part of the story and I'm like, what? How did him saying something racially charged, how did it, how did it even get that far? And I'm not saying because he's reading it on the fly. It's not like he's proofreading it. 
but he shouldn't have done that in the first place. He got himself in trouble. I mean, that just that's you, terrible. You have to use common sense in that situation. Yep. There's never a good time to use that word, whether it's written down by you or somebody else. You just don't use that word, period. You're going to offend somebody. And that's your cost of the job, unfortunately. Man. And, and college football starts in a few weeks. I know. The poll came out today. It did. Alabama's the runaway number one. We'll be talking about that here about half an hour. I, it just, man. Oh, well. We'll, we'll see. Look, he, he took ownership. He took responsibility. So yeah. I can't knock the guy for that because he. We all make mistakes. We, we all should do that. Absolutely. Yeah. We all do things that have bad judgment. Absolutely. I got married one time. <laughs> it happens. Did you apologize for getting married? To myself many times, yes. <laughs> Coming up next, we'll take a look at the uh, the Major League Baseball scoreboard. And I think that we have, well, I think there might have been a couple of WNBA games as well. I'll check here during the break. All right, we'll get to that next year on Lake Night. All right, it's time for a scoreboard here on Lake Night. Hammer's going to go through and tell us what we have on the docket for um, – well, we've got some big news he just told me about in the commercial break that he'll get to in the WNBA, and it does impact the Minnesota Lynx, but also we got some Major League Baseball scores to get to as well. Well, today, let's start with the WNBA because we have one game that went on tonight. Okay. And that was the uh, New York Liberty. They went down to Dallas. They lost to the Wings tonight, 86-77. So right now, if I'm looking at the standings here, I'm going to bring this up here right now. The Minnesota Lynx currently are sitting in the ninth spot. Phoenix Mercury are currently in the eighth spot. Minnesota plays Phoenix tomorrow night. Phoenix will be oh, Wednesday up. night. Wednesday night, you're right. Okay. I'll okay. ahead of myself. Their next game, they'll be playing Phoenix Mercury without Diana Taurasi, who's going to miss the rest of the season with a quad injury. Wow. So, Lynx fans, you still have an outside chance to get in that playoff spot. There's The opportunity's there. Got to and season. you got Nafisa Collier back. Exactly. Too, she yes. came back from having the kid. Uh, she was two for seven, so she's shaking the rust off. More importantly, they won last day against Atlanta. Yep. A good which, dream team. Which which they needed that. I mean, every win's a must win right now for the Absolutely. Minnesota Lynx. But that is big news that Tarasi's out for the year. So they're going to have to try to take advantage. Yeah, because we're speculating if they could win over in um, Phoenix, and now they have a better chance. Would you rather the Lynx get into the postseason and lose, or would you rather them lose and get a better draft pick? I think I'd rather have them get in the postseason and lose. Because only 12-team leagues, so they're going to get a good player wherever they pick, probably. You sure? Yeah, I think I am. <laughs> no, no, no. If Paige Beckers was healthy, I might change my mind on that. Yeah. But Paige is hurt right now, so yeah, let's get that play at birth. That sucks. That's too. awful, too. That's awful. Yeah, because the leagues say, yeah, go to Phoenix on Wednesday. Then they're home against the Storm on ESPN2 on Friday night, I believe. So uh, two tough games there, but they've got a chance. They got a chance. Got so you're saying they got a chance. That's all you can ask for is an opportunity. Agreed. All right. Uh, Major League Baseball, light slate of games tonight, but we have some going on here. Currently in progress, the uh, Anaheim, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. You know, I like to better when they're just the California Angels. I, I still call them the California Angels. Yeah, I probably should too. Anyway, they are being the Oakland A's right now. One Actually, nothing. I don't call them California. I call them L.A. Angels. L.A. Angels? Yeah. Yes, as far as I'm concerned, is one team. That's the Dodgers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Angels, anyway, beating the Athletics right now, one nothing. That's in the bottom of the ninth inning. 
On top of the eighth game, we have on here in studio the uh, Diamondbacks. Shout out the Pirates. one nothing. Good pitchers duel here going on. Uh, also top of the seventh, the Giants are beating the Padres tonight. one nothing. And top of the fifth, this is a game I wish we had on studio right here. Yankees over the Mariners 6-2 to two right now. That's going to be a fun series to watch because Seattle just took two out of three for New York. Which are Seattle bias. That's all it is. I do have a bias towards the city of Seattle. I love that city. <laughs> I know. It's, it's my favorite, favorite place. city. I love all the teams out there. Uh, let's see. Finals from earlier what tonight. What about Supersonics? Uh, we need to bring the Sonics back. We could do a whole segment. We could do a whole show on that. I know. I will, I mean, I will never ever cheer for the Thunder in any circumstances. And I know that you're a big Drew Locke fan. So, Well, when Gilles Smith's your other option at quarterback, yes, I'm a big Drew Locke fan. I, I, Gilles Smith, I know it's going to happen. Drew Locke, we might be able to get something out of him. Anyway, other fouls from tonight. The uh, Baltimore Orioles, they stay red hot. They beat the Blue Jays 7-4. to The uh, New York Mets, they beat the Reds 5-1. to And the Cubbies double up the Nationals 6-3. to And that is your scoreboard for tonight because there's no MLS games because we're in the All-Star break. All right, so hold on. A couple couple things here. Yes. Looking at the scoreboard, what's the theme of the night? I'm seeing a lot of West Coast baseball. Okay, what, do you, what, what, what am I missing here? You're missing something. Look at the games that are in progress. A lot of one-run games. Yeah, a lot of one-nothing games. One-nothing games, yes. I mean, look at that. There's three. The three games that are, well, three of the four that are in progress right now yeah. are one-nothing games. Yes. Besides that, there's a couple things I want to address here in this scoreboard. Yes. Is that I find it remarkable, and I mean this, what the Baltimore Orioles have done I did too. here since a slow start. I like that's crazy that they've gotten that good, and they traded away Trey Mancini, and they're still on fire. I think it won like was it six consecutive games, something like that. Like that, that's that's amazing to me. It really is. I think Brandon Hyde prize your manager of the year. They no, they've won. Okay, I guess they lost yesterday. But they've won seven of their last ten. They're fifty-seven and fifty-two. And let me look here. Let me look at the. Oh, wait, I'm trying to find the, um, what do you call it, the um, the standings? The wild card. Oh, here it is. The wild card standings. Oh, here it goes. Uh, right now, the Blue Jays and then the Rays in Seattle are in the second spot. Yeah. The Baltimore Orioles are a game and a half behind. Remember, we have three wild cards this year instead of two. I mean, it's remarkable how good they've been. I would love nothing more to see Baltimore outlast Tampa Bay for that final wild card spot. Nothing would please me more. Why do you hate Tampa Bay so much? Somebody has to. <laughs> I, just, I, just don't, I just don't like the way they run their team. They run like they're smarter than everybody else. You haven't won anything yet. They're pretty smart. They were just in the World Series a couple of years ago. And lost. Yeah, but they were there. And lost. Man, why are you hating? I just hate the opener concept. Don't no, no, I don't like that either. I'm with you on that. I mean, I'm a guy that, you know, I like looking at the pitching match. Like, if I see a good pitcher, like, okay, I might buy a ticket to that game. But if I see an opener, I'm like, well, that doesn't treat me to want to go. I'm old school like that. Are you concerned for the Milwaukee Brewers? No, I'm not. I still expect them to win this division. Do you? Yeah. Okay. They've been on a struggle bus lately. No, they had a rough week. The St. Louis Cardinals have won seven consecutive games. They've won nine of their last ten. Cardinals are pretty good. I'm just saying, man. No, I'm, 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 I'm well aware. And I'm, and I'm with you. I I was in total agreement that I thought that that was not a bad deal 
when they got rid of Hader? No, given, given what's going to happen a couple of years down the road, I think that's the right move. Because here's the thing. They have a guy in Devin Williams who's a very good reliever. He's just capable of getting three outs as Hader is. Agreed. We have, we have a guy like that. You should be able to open the move a guy like Hader if somebody asked for him. And you still and, got Rodgers. Yeah. And quite frankly, you know, I've wanted to move Hader since 2019. So I'm okay with this. I just can't wait to win my other bet about the Dodgers and the Brewers. Well, we'll see how that plays out. The Dodgers have 75 wins. They still have to do it in the postseason. The Brewers have 58. Good luck on getting there. Well, we're going to get there. You sure? Yeah. Because I'm sure the team that I bet on is getting there. Well, we knew that going in. That's a no-brainer. All I do is win bets versus Hammer. You know I love that, right? Oh, I've caught on. I'm not I'm not Kirk Cousins. I like that. I love it. Yes, you love like to win. I love it. I've, I've noticed. All right, that's going to wrap up the scoreboard. But coming up next, something that Hammer said that he was going to throw at me, we would dive into and discuss. The preseason college football poll. Alabama's number one. How many votes did the Gophers get? I'm curious. We dive in next on Lake Nine. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.